afternoon. Good afternoon. It's afternoon for both of us today. And we have a special guest. We told you we were bringing on a special guest. Today we have Becca Allen. She's the Children and Youth Coordinator for the Division of Ontario. Um, and we're really excited to have her here. Hi, Becca. Hi, I'm so excited to be here too. This is my first podcast, actually, I realized so. Oh, well, there we go. It's exciting. Becca and her team at the youth department are um, overseeing the Christmas challenge that you're probably seeing all over social media if you live in Ontario. Um, So we wanted to invite Becca on to talk a little bit about that. Before I ask questions, Becca, do you have anything you want to say initially? Yeah, I just, I love the Christmas challenge. And also I get the name wrong every time because we've changed names. So if I say kettle challenge, I mean Christmas challenge and I just need to say it in advance because I'm going to mess it up at least once, probably several times. <laughs> yeah, I, I do the same thing. And like, I was only in Ontario for one year when I was called Kettle's Challenge. I still just call it the Kettle Challenge. <laughs> yeah, once something has one name, like I'm happy to change it, but it's going to take me an eternity, I've learned, to, to do it. I, I'm willing, I'm just slow. I still say youth councils. I know. So do I. So, and then kids look at me and I'm like, uh, youth together? <laughs> fuse, fuse. That's what it is. <laughs> He's got to cycle through all the names. Yeah, exactly. Becca, you may not know the answer to this. I don't know. You know how long the division, or I know it was two divisions, but either of the Ontario divisions have done the Christmas challenge for? I don't know exactly, but I know that I think it originated in the OCE division. Um, Jillian Wright, I don't remember, so I'm trying to remember when she started, but it's it's a while. Like, it wasn't new when I started at the youth department in 2019. We've been doing it for some time at that point, so that's a ballpark. It's been a while. Alicia, you guys, you guys don't have anything like it right now, right? No, and I saw, I've seen so much information on it, and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah. So if any uh, Alberta youth reps at DHQ happen to hear this, can we do the same thing next year, please? (laughs) It's awesome because our kids are really excited because they get volunteer hours as well as like their names entered. And they were like, yeah. Um, Becca, why do you think it's important to serve locally in the Salvation Army? Yeah, I think it's so important because that's part of, of what we believe, that it's not just, you know, um, going to church and getting filled and, and like for us, we believe that because of that relationship that we need to go do and walk things out and um, sort of, yeah, be the, the physical part of, of our faith is going out and doing things. So I think it's really important to, to be doing both. And um, so, and especially with the Salvation Army and just so much of what we do is service and we need people to do that you can't just you know have one person in a core doing all of these things it takes a lot of hands so it's super important to just kind of everything that we do yeah very true how long have you been involved in christmases in the salvation army like how many years approximately basically i'm gonna have to admit how old i am uh but just my whole life you know maybe it wasn't as practical when i was a baby but yeah just i grew up in a very small core so like same thing all hands on deck so just in a different way all the time I think my earliest memories I don't know how helpful I was let me be 
there. But when the core would go serenading at hospitals and um, like nursing homes, I'd go hand out the little sunshine bags and they'd make us all sing. And I would not like that part, but I like the present giving out part. But yeah, like that early Christmas memories involved doing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, how, as a, as a young person, how would the Christmas challenge have benefited you? Yeah. I mean, I think you said it at the beginning, like it's getting volunteer hours for the variety of things that, that we need. I didn't think about volunteer hours for high school at all because the church just, I had it. I knew I was like, I just got to write a couple of things down because I've got them. Um, and yeah, I mean the, the prizes that would have been a benefit too, for sure. Obviously like, you know, a, a reward for doing something that I thought was important anyways, but yeah, like it just on those two sort of practical pieces. And again, I also just think like, it's, it's an encouragement. I was a really shy um, child and teenager. And so doing these service things sort of kind of pushes you, challenges you to grow a little bit and get out there and people start talking to you. And then you have, you have to talk back, which is not a problem I have these days, but back then I like absolutely would have. So it helps, you know, just those little baby steps of getting out there and doing those things. So, um, all right. I have one more question for you. Um, what are you most excited for about Christmas? Hmm. I think going home, I go visit my parents for Christmas and, um, yeah, they, you, you're a kid again when you go home, like does my mom cook all my food? Yes, she does. Like those sort of things are just being home and like, like my whole family comes back together and just, yeah, going home. That is really exciting. Alicia, what are you most excited for, for Christmas? Uh, I would actually probably say the same thing. Sadly, Courtney won't be home with us, but um, I'm probably the most excited to go home and be with family. That's awesome. I'm excited to talk to everybody at home. <laughs> um, and I, I have I have people here, so I'm not going to be alone. But I do love Christmas Day. The simplicity to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something special about it. That's that's really all I have, unless Becca and you you might not be able to answer this question. I don't know. Find out. <laughs> Do you know what any of the prizes are for the Christmas challenge? And are are you allowed to say? We are in the process right now of like making those prize lists. Um, so like, have I been all over, you know, the internet getting ideas? Yes. Do I have a finished list? No. But uh, the, the stuff is good. And we also are so grateful every year. Railside, um, the Ontario Distribution Center, helps us with some of those bigger prizes that you guys think of for like grand prizes. So those are additionally a surprise because we don't have those all worked out yet. Um, but I mean, I, I'm excited about the ideas I have on my list. Do you know that they make um, a sparkle version of Monopoly? Yeah. So I don't know if that's like a officially on the list yet but like I want it to be on the list of prizes so you know just know that the the team we just go have fun online sort of looking for ideas so they're they're good they're just not finalized yet unfortunately no that's fair I just thought I would ask that's all yeah no if I knew I would tell you I can't keep a secret like that to save my life but we are going to share what those are as soon as they're ready so that people know what what their potential yeah um, so if you're listening and you're like, oh, I want to do the Christmas challenge. So what are some of the ways they can participate in the Christmas challenge? We have tried to make it as like inclusive as possible. So kind of the instruction is if it's related to your core 
and related to Christmas, that counts. Um, we recognize that we don't know what goes on at every core for Christmas. And so we wanted to keep it as open as possible. So in consultation with whether your you know, youth worker at your core, the core officer, whoever's in charge of Christmas, if you know they say it counts, basically it counts. So a lot of people will do kettles, a lot of serenading or banding stuff um, are common. Decorating the church for Christmas is a fun one, um, but it can be, yeah, whatever your church, your ministry unit is doing at Christmas, we think it counts, so. Um, yeah, I think that's all the questions I have. At least, do you have any more thoughts or questions or? So, how, um, just being from outside the division, not knowing, how do then the hours get recorded? Is it on an honor system or does it go through your youth leader, your core officer, whatever it is? Yeah, so it is an honor system. They do a, an online little form on Jot form. Um, the grand prize winner is like the hours get tabulated for like most hours. And we do send a little email to your core officer designate person just to, you know, double check that everything's good. But our kids then our youth and young adults are great. So we we know that they're submitting real hours. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we just wanted less paperwork for core officers and youth workers at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. 100%. 100%. Yep. It's hard to miss it right now. Like, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's because you're not spending time on social media. <laughs> Which may be good for you, but also you miss things. <laughs> All right. Um, Becca, we will we'll let you go so that you can go back to work. Shopping for prizes for the kettle challenge. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, I would say we have a gift for you, but we don't. So. No, this is great. Thank you for having me. It was fun. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it was, it was great. You are welcome on the podcast anytime. Wonderful. We'll have a good rest of your time and see you later. Bye. All right. So that was the Christmas challenge. Um, if you live in Ontario and you want to take part, the Ontario, what is it? O-N-T-S-A Youth Facebook page and Instagram. Um, or you can check out the Mountain Citadel Instagram because it's on there as well. Um, or you can just direct message us. And if you're from another division and your division isn't doing something like that, but you would like your division to do something like that, talk to your churches, talk to your DYs. Um, let's put the nudges out to get this going a little bit more i think it's a fantastic idea yeah it's great and like we've worked out a partnership with the army at our core um where like if we do some extra kettles and help with the santa shuffle we get some extra money for the youth department at our core all of those all the volunteers for those extra kettles and the santa shuffle all get hours for the christmas challenge and Anyone in high school gets volunteer hours. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah, there's lots of opportunities to serve. There's lots of opportunities to serve in the, the Salvation Army all year. Um, but it's like amplified at Christmas. It is. And, you know, so even if you're not participating in a Christmas challenge, um, I recommend you give volunteering a shot. 
if you're not participating in an official Christmas challenge, you are now participating in our Christmas challenge. We are Christmas challenging you. Yep, we are. To get out and and do kettles or I don't know if you could go into seniors' homes. That might be hit and miss right now. Yeah, depending on where you are. You know, just get out there. See if your junior band or beginner's band or senior band will go out and do some caroling. And um, Yeah, like there's lots of opportunities helping with toy distributions, packing the toy hampers or food hampers. or um, There's lots of different opportunities in the Salvation Army. And depending on where you're located, opportunities are different. They are. Check with, with your local Salvation Army and uh, they'll, they'll get you hooked up with volunteering. Yeah, there are so many fun ways to do it. In fact, I think I'm actually going to be on my first kettle on Friday. Awesome. I have been encouraging our young people or our families, every teen and or family to do a minimum of two kettle shifts, only four hours out of your whole Christmas season. But it, everybody does two fills a lot of a lot of kettles it does and shifts are only two hours right is that what yours are yeah that's what ours are here too and so like that's actually not that bad and if you sign up like if you're a teen who's signing up on their own bring a friend last year i did it at the mall at lime ridge and i brought storybooks and and i read storybooks to kids we were not far from santa sometimes you know how like now Santa texts you and says it's almost your turn instead of having to wait in line. Yeah. I had kids coming over to me listening to stories while they were waiting for their turn with Santa. Which is awesome. There's lots of fun things you can do uh, depending on where you are. If you're comfortable playing your cornet or your trombone or even your baritone or horn, like make a melody seat and play some Christmas carols. Some locations don't like it just because it's a lot of noise. Most locations, if you ask them in advance, or if your kettles coordinator asks them in advance, you'll be happy with that. Right now, I'm just waiting to see what shifts need filled, and I'm actually going to sign up our youth again, like I did last year. Um, and then I either I will take kids and teens, or if they're teens and old enough, they can do shifts on their own. Like it was a lot of fun just to partner up and go do some shifts last year on the kettle and interact with the public. And you also get to hear a lot of cool stories from people about how the Salvation Army has a, a impacted their life. Yeah, it's it's really neat. You stand on the kettle and you get people who come and I've had like World War II vets or family of people who are in World War II saying like the Salvation Army served my grandfather coffee and donuts in the war. Um, or I've had pe people actually show me pictures of the impact. Um, one of my favorite stories from Kettles was I ended up on a kettle shift in Vancouver that was outside, and it was on the same corner that a panhandler was on. And he was not happy when I showed up with my kettle because people are more likely to give to the Salvation Army than they are to somebody on the street, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was just trying to be super friendly with them. I had a friend come by and offer to buy me a coffee. So I asked them to buy him one as well. And, and that kind of thing. Um, we talked to each other again. I was there for eight hours. So we had eight hours to kind of banter with each other. And if people put money in his uh, bucket, he'd turn and like stick his tongue out at me as a joke. 
and that kind of thing. And we just, by the end of it, we kind of had this like fun banter thing. And then he got up to leave about 45 minutes before I did. And he brought his bucket and he put everything that he had earned that day into the Salvation Army kettle. And I, it brought tears to my eyes, like, because there was a transformation in not just his heart, but in mine over the course of seven or eight hours that we were together. That it's it's a kettle shift that I will always think about and and honestly like honor and my like treasure in my heart. Exactly. There's lots of really cool things that can come out of your volunteer time. Um, including prizes and Christmas challenges and volunteer hours and all of that, but it's so much bigger than that. It's so much more than that. It is. It's the blessing you get to be to others, but the blessing you get back um as well and then just a lifetime of memories yeah exactly i have some funny stories too that i could share i won't share them today no another day but yes there there are also lots of those all right well thank you leash thanks court bye